The today's stuff is stuff Lamed Zayin. And yesterday we saw the debate if someone places the, this is the, play, the debate in the Mishnah, if someone from one city places their Eruv in another city, then does it make it like they're one of the occupants of that city, such that they can walk the entire, like you treat the entire city like Dalar Amot, and then you can walk 2,000 miles from, from from the edge of the, that city, no matter how big the city is. We saw initially the debate between Rabbi Kiva and Chachamim. Chachamim said yes, Rabbi Kiva said no. But then towards the end of the Shia yesterday, we actually refined the debate and said, actually, Rabbi Kiva agrees if you place it in a house, it's okay. But if you, if the issue is if you place it in an expanse within the city. Then we asked the question, okay, this is where we ended the Shia yesterday. What happens if there's an Eruv in the city that is effectively combines all the Rishiot there? Would Rabbi Kiva say that it's like placing in a house, even if you place it in the street? Next question, though, Ir Shekharva, one of an ear that is, we call it ruined. Ir Shekharva, in other words, it's in Badirim. That's, it doesn't have to necessarily be like plowed through the ground. It doesn't mean no one lives there anymore. However, the Mechitzot Kayamot, there are walls still there around it. Now, the question is, is what's, what's the diner if you place it in there? So, in other words, you treat it like Dalan Amot, you can walk beyond it 2,000 Amot. Because, in other words, Despite the fact there are no people in it now, Lord Dami it's not the same as a a cave. We'll see later on. That you can in the cave you don't treat Why? Because this city, if you like, is fit for uh, living in. It's just people have vacated it. Therefore, he treats it differently. You can treat it like Dalaramot. As we'll see in the, ca- the case of the cave, we'll see soon as we come down towards uh, the bottom of this um, the Amur. Um, however, Shmuel says, no, there's no Durim in it. So therefore, you place in that city, it's your, how far you can walk is, is going to be 2,000 mot from that location. Now, Rav Bar Kahana says that Rav Chia Bar Ravashi says, B'Shem Rav, what if you place it in a pen or enclosure? Once again, Malachet Kula Bechutzala Paimama. So he says, look at this. Vidir Vasah Lokamishacharva Batim Vidirim. says, if you place it within a Dira Nasahar, that's effectively Ra'uiladira, if you like to, in a, in a sense. How is that any going to be any worse? Sorry, how's it going to be better than a Ir Shacharva that has no people living in it? So therefore, if you say Badir Asar, you place it in a, you can Malachet Kula Bechutzala Paimama, it should be the same thing here as well. And I'll read Rav Chaim once again. He says, Because in that situation, within the Dira Sahar, there's no one in there. Why do you treat this deer in the Sahar like Dalaramot? Because it is fit for dwelling in. So therefore, give it the same law. That also, despite the fact there's no one living in it now, since it's fit for dwelling in, you should treat it like Dalaramot. Okay. Next case. Here... Um, we have these terms, Ir Chadasha V'yashan, and there's going to be a debate exactly what that means. Ir Chadasha, a new city, Modern Minabatim. We're dealing here, what's a new city, an old city? I said, we'll have to explain in a moment. But it says, a new city, you measure the Tchum from the most, like the furthest houses to each direction. However, V'yashana, an old one, you can measure from the walls, presumably go around that city. Okay, so it seems to be there's this Chadasha and Yashana. Again, we don't know what that means yet, but there's a difference in one of them you can measure from the actual houses, but you cannot extend, take the beginning of your measuring tape, if you like, to the walls. However, in the other case, you've got, if it's Yashana, you have the advantage of being able to measure from the walls. So even beyond, like even further out than the, 
the, than the um the furthest house out. Okay, because assume the walls go around the whole city. Okay. So the Gemara says, okay, that's very good, but what's Ezekh Hadasha Ezi Yashana? What what's what are these terms you're applying? So Ribzir Bashem Rav Chastai says, Bana Batim, Bacharkach Banachoma. If you build the Batim first, and then you build the Choma, the wall around it, we say Zohi Chadasha. That's considered new. You, in that sense, since the city was initially built without a wall, it's not considered chashu. And then we find that, it's, and it says you see this by Bate Are Choma, etc., etc., in Babli as well, the definition of what's a walled city. In other words, for it to be considered a walled city for Bate Are Choma and also for Eruvin, has to be the wall, the wall was built first and then the houses inside it. Then that's what gives the walls Hashivut, such that you now measure from the walls, according to the first opinion. This is Rebzi, uh, this is Rebzi saying in the name of Achastai. However, if it was, but it's, um, fine, but if it, it was houses first, then wall, no, we measure from the houses. That's considered the term chadasha. Okay. Now, however, um, Reb Zira says, he, like himself, he says, no, bain bazu, bain bazu, I don't, it doesn't matter which way around it goes. Zuhi or there is, now here, here I'm going to have to pause because everyone explains what's going on differently here. And Reb Chaim says, we change the girsa here. Says that would be a shana. According to Reb Zira, it does not make a difference where the house or the walls or the houses came first. You measure from the walls. Ezohi chadasha. What's a chadasha where you don't measure from the walls? That's referring to a city that was occupied and now has been vacated. In that situation, you'd only measure from the well, which we said you treated a, a, a city that's charva like Daladamot. Well, not Daladamot, but you, you, you measure it from the house and not from the walls. Okay, that's the way Reb Chaim explains it to Reb Zira. So therefore, Reb Zira kedat. We see the Reb Zira's lishitato because there's a machlok regarding the ipalgun. So the kedat is the shidik ipalgun is machloket. Banu tishalashem karpa fachadiur. Here it seems to be they're building a. Like a either a wall of a city it was built in a way that initially the first number of people built at Lashem Karpath, in other words, not for Dira. And the last person came along and says, Okay, no, I want this now to be for Dior for dwelling in. So there, Amma Reb again, Reb Chaim says here, this is Zira. It says, Afilu asari Lashem Dior, even if the last one comes along and says it's Lashem Dior, Hareoki Dior. That would define as Beshem Lidur. And that's a bit like Rebbe Zira says. It doesn't matter if the wall was only placed at the end. It doesn't matter the beginning of the end. We treat it as if we now, this is like, if you like, Beshem Lidur, in the sense you measure from the wall itself and not from the houses. That's where Reb Chaim explains it. It's actually interesting. The other shitters that maintain it, the Geras in front of us say it's quite the opposite. Rebbe Zira actually holds hafuch, meaning the way, just for, for your benefit, just to give you a hint, like a taste of some, the Shito Korbaneda says, the whole position of Rebbe Zira says, Benzo, Ben Bezul, it's Chadasha. I don't care which way the walls, it, walls or houses came first. You always measure from the houses unless their houses go all the way out to the end of the walls. Again, very different reading of the Sugya. And then he would explain that the end of the Gemara is that we haven't seen Shito Rebbe Zira. The way you'd read the end of it would be that Rebbe, like the Gira says, Rebbe, Rebbe Lazar says, it's Kedur. And Rebbe Zira says, Eno Kedur. And that, that's how you'd fit the flow. But again, I don't want to, I really probably said too much, but again, Pademosh explains it differently. Everyone explains it still quite differently, but that's, I'm pretty sure that's how Rebbe Chaim explains it still
Okay, let's continue. Let's now learn the next mission. This is Halacha Chet. Amar Lehem Rabbi Akiva. Now, again, what was the debate? The debate was, if I take my Eruv and I place it inside another city, again, we qualified that, what that means, it place it in the street, say, of another city, or an open expanse in the city, it doesn't make me like one of the Bani Ir of that city, such like the whole city is like Dalad Amot, and I can walk 2,000 Amot outside it. And Rabbi Akiva says, no, you can, it doesn't. So Rabbi Kiva says, don't you agree? The Gius and the Babli is B'ma'ara. I mean, if you place a, a, um, your Eruv inside a Ma'ara in a cave, we don't treat the entire cave like it is Dalad Amot. You, you actually measure from the way you place the Eruv down. So in other words, just because you're placing your Eruv in an enclosed area, it doesn't mean you treat that whole area like Dalamot you can measure from the, from the extremities of it. So just like you agree with them in the cave, you've placed it inside the cave. It doesn't, you don't treat the whole cave like Dalamot. So too, agree with me then that when you place it, you place it inside another city, it doesn't matter that it's an enclosed area. It should also, you measure from, you know, like from that place where you put it down, 2000 Amot. The Amrullah, they said, when do you, when do we say that the whole cave is like Dalamot? That's Bizman She'en Badiurim. Now, I'll explain what it means by Embadiurim. I might spoil this by a bit in, in a minute. I will spoil this by a bit. But now, Embadiurim literally means that no one's living in the cave. But what it really means is it's not fit for dwelling in. However, if this cave is Ra'uil Dira Ababazman Sheyesh Badiurim, then Malechet Kula. Then the, even a cave, if you place it inside it, it's fit for dwelling in. You could Malechet Kula, Vakutla, Paimama. Then we wouldn't treat it like Daladamot. No matter how big the cave is, it sounds like, and you won't be able to walk 2,000 amot from the edges of those caves. Okay. Um, now, Repain points out that, that Rabbi Akiva also agrees with this point in principle as well. That if it's, if you recall, that if you place it in a, in a, in a house, Shiyesh Badiurim within the city, then you would be like Beneir. But the Machloket is regarding like a Rechava, like a, simply a street. Okay. However, what we find is as follows. You find that there's a leniency when you place a Eruv within a cave versus on top of a cave. Now, assume the cave is like underground. Why? Because if you place it within the cave and it's Ra'ulidira or Yeshbadirim to use the terminology of Mishnah, you treat that like 2000 Amot, uh, sorry, Dalad Amot, and you can manage from the extremities 2000 Amot in either direction. So you can walk really far. But if someone, instead of putting it in the cave, put it on top of the cave, you're, it's not an enclosed area on top of the cave, and you only have 2,000 mot in each direction. That's why it's kal betocha mal gaban. The Gemara says, ulim amru lo midato However, if you were met, if you placed your Erev Tchum somewhere, and the edge of it ended, I mean, the end of the 2,000 amot ended in the middle of the cave, we don't say, oh, since in the middle of the cave, you can go the whole cave. No, it ends in the middle of the cave. Okay, now let's learn the Gemara. Don't you agree with me? So now, Rabbi Ak- yeah, this is this, again, this is he's trying to be a proof in the case of a cave. So Rabbi Yaakov Bar Acha says, "B'shem Rabbi Lazar, kalhu hakonesh vita bakarpaf min hanoten erubo bakarpaf." Okay, we see that there's a leniency within Shir Rabbi Kiva that if you're konesh vita bakarpaf compared to if you put your eruv in a karpaf. I mean, a karpaf isn't again this area that's not necessarily hukafli dira, but you're um, let's say the person actually was traveling, and he stood there and says this, and then he got to this point, and that's his shvita for Shabbos. That is more kal compared to someone who's living in a city and places his Eruv, the food for his Eruv Tchum in that location. Why? Hakoneh shvita bakarpav. 
Someone is Kodesh Bekafa Malechet Kula. We treat the whole karpaf, the whole enclosed area. Again, this is an area usually for storing wood and things like that. That enclosed area as Dalaramot, Malechet Kula, and Chutzala Payamama. However, on a tender of karpaf, you place your Eruv inside that karpaf, then Enlo Makom Eruvoy, Allah Payamama. Again, this is all working with Shida Rabbi Kiva. The Rabbi Kiva says you place your Eruv inside an enclosed area. I don't care. You're not there. You're, if your Eruv is there, it's a 2,000 more from there, and we don't treat the whole whole space that's enclosed like Dalai Lama. Okay? That seems quite clear, because we said, even if he places this in, another, in the street of another in another city, also, you only have 2,000 more from that location. Now, this is a really interesting question. What happens, though, if someone's not living there on Shabbos, but he's Konesh Shvita Baraglav, meaning, so Rebbe says, Amali Tekni Shvita Tibakarpav. Tekni Shvita Tibakarpav means, according to Rebbe Chaim, that he goes there. Okay, he lives in the city. He walks to the Karpov and Benash Mashon and says, I want my Erev to be here with Kondo Baraglav. And then he walks home. Now the question is, what would Rabbi Akiva say there? Do we say, what would Rabbi Akiva say in that situation? Meaning, do we say it's like him wanting to live there completely and therefore the whole Karpov is like Dalada Mot, and you can imagine 2000 Mot and beyond the Karpov. Or do we say, since he's actually not living there, he went home, but he just said, I want my Shvita to be here. His Dira's not there, his Shvita's there. Then do we say that, okay, it's like placing his Eruv Tchum down there, and you only measure 2,000 Amot from where the, where, where the, where the, the Eruv was, was placed. You don't look at the whole Karpath as if it's Dalad Amot. That's a question. So what's really interesting is the Gemara says, well, that will depend on a Machlok at Tanaim. In terms of what is Ikar Eruv, what's the best way to, what's the principal Eruv? We saw this debate before. So, Amma Rebbe Chanina, Bereder of Hillel, Machlok, it will be a Machlok at Rebbe Meir of Yehuda. Why? Rebbe Meir, Omer, Rebbe Meir, who says Ikar Eruv, or Kikar. Rebbe Meir says the real Eruv was, was metaken through a Kikar. Meaning, it was a Kula to say, to, for someone, Ani, to, to Marabaraglav. Then, if that's the case, if Ikar Eruv is the Kikar, then Menoten Eruvo, Enlo Elamakom Eruvo, Elapaimama, then, and you say in that situation, if you place your Eruv down, and that's Ikar Eruv according to, uh, then according to Rebbe, according to Rebbe Meir, but according to Rebbe Kiva, you don't, you don't treat the whole Karpath as if it's Dalad Amot. You say you've only got 2,000 Amot from where you place it down. Then Karavachomer, the more lenient position of being Ma'ar Varaglav, would also not be effective to treat the whole area like that alamot. However, Rabbi Yehuda who says ikar eruvoberaglav. Point Rabbi Yehuda says really shita eruv is me. You, you, you're standing there. The fact that we allow someone to place food down is to lakel ala ashir that he can send someone. Ah, then it might just be the reason Rabbi Akiva says you only have you only have we don't treat the kapraf as dalad amot if you place the eruv down because that's a leniency with eruvim. But since ikar eruvo is according to Rabbi Yehuda's understanding is omed baraglav, then maybe in that situation it would be like him wanting his dira to be there, and the whole thing would be dalad amot, and he can go two thousand mot beyond the karpaf in all directions. So it's really really. Uh, Cool, because again, we're tying in the machloket uh, in terms of what's a ikar eruv to understand what Rabbi Kiva would say in the situation where he was marav mar- baragla. Okay, now let's learn the case. Gag migdal nidol kiir, gag mara nidon kesado. So what's interesting here is what happens. We know that if you place a um, your eruv inside a uh, migdal, migdal is a tower or something like that, and 
And um, then we say Nidon Ki'ir. It's as if you're in the city. So, however, if you place on top of the Marat, Nidon Kasadot. So, I'll just read Reb Chaim here. He says, meaning, Let's say I place my ear on top of this uh, building. Nidon Ki'ir. He's as if he's part of the city. And he can walk the entire Migdal itself. Why? Because the Migdal is Diorim, people living in it. And therefore, again, it's as if you place it inside it. Okay, very important. Again, Rebbe Kivas Mechalik, whether you're inside a house or just on the city. However, if you place the Eruv on top of the Ma'ara, then it's as if you put it in the middle of a field. Why? Paul Rebchaim says, even if you say that there's there's people that dwell below it and um, it's fit for dwelling inside, again, different ways of saying in the Ma'ara, if you place it on the Gag, it's not as if you place it inside it. You'll have 2,000 amot to go from where you placed it. Why? Because from an, from an observer, if he's walking and, you, and he sees where you've placed the Eruv down, it's not obvious that this is the gag of a ma'ara. This ma'ara is underground. So it's not like with you place on top of a migdal. People can see, oh, you've placed on top of a building that has your bad deer in, so it's fine. However, in this situation, when you place it on, on the ground, it's not clear that if you place it on the roof of something in Badirim, so therefore we don't say it's as if you place it inside it. Okay, so therefore you'd be limited, if you like, to um, to work on 2000 from that location. Let's continue. Um, next, Ma, uh, now the question is Ma Diurim Amash or Afilurim Lidiurim. So what does it mean in the Mishnah when we said again Kol Chachamim that the cave has to be? It says If Badirim, then we treat it like Dalaramot. Does it mean mamash has to be people living in the cave or has to be fit for dwelling in? So the uh, the Gemara now says, Mimanda Amarebi Sakbar Nachman, the Shem Rab Khanina, Atro E Otaki Ilu Malaya Maim the Tit, Hada Amara Filurim Ladira. So we have to understand what this refers to. So Ari Rab Chaim he says, says, Mimash Amu de Maniak Bamara Atro E or Eltaki Ilu Malaya Maim the Tit. But now, which we says, if someone's places miniach the mara, you view it as if it's full of water and cement, meaning she'en roi lidira. In other words, it didn't say because it doesn't have dirim. Alma therefore roi lidiram sagid. It's enough to be roiim lidira. Umara the law mishum durino toki and a mara that's not good is mishum durino taki ilumaleya mayim she'en roi lidirim. Is in other words. Um, a ma'ara that's not is because we view it as if it's full of water or um, uh, it's full of water or filled with uh, soil or so, cement. In other words, the fact that we puzzle a ma'ara when we view it in such a manner means it's, it's not a function of people physically inside it, but rather it's a function of whether it is fit for dwelling inside it or not. That's the kind of the proof. All right. Let's continue. Amrav Yitzhak bar Rebliezer. Had Amar. Now here again, we do like Reb Chaim because there's different explanations here. In other words, when you're talking about oil ladira and 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 how 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 and sorry, when we say that the gag is different and distinct from the ma'ara inside it, it makes a difference in the following case. It says, if you say let's say there's a big cave and there are two entrances at opposite ends. Okay. Um, if the distance between the two entrances is just under 4,000 amot, then it is, then we would actually view the roof as if it's part of the cave. I'll explain in a moment. 
However, but if it's 4,000, then we view the, then that's when you view the roof of the cave as just different to the inside of the cave. So if you remember, if you go back, we said that if you place something on top of a tower, then it's clear, then what we said that it's as if you place it inside the tower and it's inside part of the city, you can walk the whole Migdal, this whole building, plus 2,000 Amor. But we said if you before you place it on top of a Ma'ara, then we say it's, it's like Kesade if you place it in the fields, because it's not clear, where Rukhaim explained it, that this is a roof of place that's what we lidero if they're in. What the Gemara is saying is that really, that last point really makes a difference. Depend in the case, or the in, in, in the case where there's two entrances, depending on the width or the distance between the, the, the entrances. Why is that? The Gemara now explains, in its sandalui. Now we've seen this uh, um, logic before when we had the era that was Kekeshet, if you recall. And in that situation, we said if the distance between the two points of the Keshet, this rainbow, sort of this bow type thing, was less than 4,000 amot, then we view the whole space of the, between the, say, the string of the bow and the bow as if it's filled in, if you recall. Now, there we said, because in it lay sandaloi, hacha, hud ata, bara v'nasivluhun. In hacha, ati bara v'nasivluhun. So what can happen is we said, is that if someone wearing shoes, went at one exit of this, of the Mara, came and took off his shoes in the middle, he'd be able to get someone or him to go the other way and around and pick it up and bring it back. In other words, the tum, if you like, from each of the end, egg, like the, each of the points, uh, let's call the entrances of the cave, overlap. That's the point. So therefore, the Gemara says, if I can go and access this, um, the, the foot, the sandal, if you like, by going one way and dropping it off and going the other way and picking it up. So if that's the case, why would, why would we say, but going, going one way would be us. So that, if you recall, that was a bit like, that was a, a demonstration that the two tchumim overlap. So therefore, once the two tchumim overlap, meaning the, the, the tchum, if you go from one exit, one, one, one uh, entrance of the cave to the, and another entrance, Again, over to the roof, so going back on yourself, since they overlap, therefore in that situation we say that the gag is batel to the cave itself. Much like we said, the area within the bow is considered filled in. So I'll read you Reb Chaim. He says, Since you can walk the whole distance, it's considered to the ma'ara. And therefore, the whole thing is like Dalaramot. And we saw this like the case of the Kesher. Meaning, if, however, the, the, um, the gag, it, it, it's too wide, the gag, so that they don't overlap, then you'd be limited. You can only walk. It says, you don't be able to go according to the Chum. In other words, again, the, the point is, as soon as it's overlapped, that's when we say it's effectively the Gagis, if you like, battle to the, to the Ma'ara itself. It becomes Tafel to the Ma'ara. Fine. Let's, uh, let's continue. Lost the place? Fine. Um, now, What if you place on top of a Chumah? Then I feel Kama Mutar doesn't matter how, how big the spaces will be okay. 
Meaning, if you place on the Chumah that you're sitting, so Rav Chaim says, Malach, you could be able to walk even more than 4,000. The gag of the wall of the city is like the ear itself. And just if you place it in a city, you don't to walk the whole city like the Alaramot, so too on the gag of the Chumah. Now, in the gag of the Chumah, what if the gag of this, the roof, so the roof of the Mar is 6,000 Amot? Malachet Akula, you'd be able to walk the full thing, Bechutzala Aliyadei Nivriot. Now, everyone explains Nivriot differently. I'll just read you Reb Chaim. Reb Chaim explains that Aliyadei Burganin, meaning just as we saw that the Burganin in these huts were able to extend how far one could walk with the city, if you're more, it brings out the edge of the city from which you made the 2000 Amot. Reb Chaim says that Mishum de Ma'abrin et Ha'ir Aliyadei Burganin, so to here with the burgenim as well. That if it seems to be if there are burgenim on top of this, uh, on top of the uh, on top of the cave, it would be able to extend the distance you'd be able to walk even further. Okay. In other words, the concept of the burgenim doesn't apply to just to a city. The chidush here of the gemara also applies to the, our cave as well. Now the gemara says, "Acharei hagagin mahen." What it means, "Acharei hagagin." What this means here is. We know that when it comes to roofs, you've got like walls and you'd be able to carry within a roof. What happens now? The Gemara says, this is the Inyan Erevi Chatzayrod. So, I read Rebbe Chaim. Can you carry me Gag Legag? This is for Inyan Erevi Chatzayrod. The Aidi de Erevi Gagin, the Amar de Gaga Ir Ki Ir. Since we say the Gaga Ir is like Ir, that's what we said before. That by the case of the Gaga, the, the, the top of the Migdal, the top of the walls, that's what is it like the ear. The mikshav, the mikshavla, umushum de ma'abrin, sorry, the gag, kilo it by the urim, because we consider the gags as if they got the urim. Me bayle, got a question now. Linian til tul mai, what about carrying? Why? Because we know that aninan beresh, lan beresh periktet. We're going to see it soon. Kol gagot ha ear reshot achadin. All the gags of the city is one reshot. The tatal megagal gag to carry from one gag to the other. Umi bayle, the question is, okay, how far can I carry? Me chashiv like a karpaf. Is this now like a karpaf? De emetat limbo eladzat beitzatayim. We know with a karpaf, if it's not hukaf ledira, you're limited to being the size of two thousand up two thousand apay mama a beitzatayim. Okay, well not two thousand up, like a five, you know five thousand square amma. Yes, let's call it beitzatayim. Or maybe the is if do we say the gagabite is kabait and therefore you're not limited? You hear the question. In other words, the roofs of a house. Do we treat it? You said the roofs are like a ear, so therefore, is it like it's hook, the, the roofs would be hukafliti right? Because you're relying on gudachet michitzata, the walls of the houses to go out to surround it. Can I now carry in this space more than two thousand, like, more, more than two thousand amot, or do we say it's not? So here the Gemara says, "Amar of Yossi Barbun milt the Rav Pligi Ilavi." Sorry, I, I skipped a, a lot. So let me go back. Um, so Rav, Rav Yosef B'Shem Rav Yochanan Bar Acha says Rav, the Rav Aina Bar Pazi B'Shem Rav Yehuda Rav Achim Mati B'Shem Shmuel Acharei HaGagim Metatlin Be'em Afilu Korokilu Kurai Then when it comes to the, these Gagim we despite the we view we allow you to carry more than 2,000 of them Filu Korokilu Kurai Okay However Rav Meir which is Rav's understanding Rav Meir Rav Meir Amar Metatlin Be'em Ad Beitzatayim You limit to Beitzatayim why does Tanin Taman call a gagot ir roshut echadim? So all the gags of the sitting sitter one one roshut. And here Al Zeh we got a machloket Rav and Shmuel that we get regarding the sheet of Rabbi Meir because Rabbi Meir says Shmuel says you're limited abeitzatayim. 
There we think should remain a limit to Beitzah time. And it's here, Rav says, when the Neshit Remeir, which contradicts what we saw Remeir just now, Afilu Kur, Afilu Kirayim. Now, what's, what's the machloket here of Beitzah time, Afilu Kirua Kirayim? What time says here? Desperately, if you limit it to Beitzah time, in other words, yes, the walls are walls of a house. But if you say good asik, that you want the walls to run up, such that it's considered like the roofs are surrounded, it wasn't hukafli dira to live on top of the roof, but underneath it. Because for the house below, we're not for dwelling on top of the roof. Afagab, despite the fact it was made for deer underneath it, Avdina Ledrubachalalamata, it's designed for you to live in the house, not on top of the roofs. So therefore the roofs are not considered Hukafli Dira. It's like a carpath. You're going to be li- limited to a bait satime. I keep on saying 2000, forget it. That's Tchumim. To a bait satime in terms of like, like a dinner of a carpa. However, the other shita says, this is rough understanding, that says, Afiluki Raim, the Mechitza Shukafli Diravu. Because if the Mechitza themselves are Hukafli Dira. You can even carry more than Beitzah time, and that's Pligia, the Rav Acha's understanding of Remeir. Okay. Now, this is finished the, to finish the parak, and it says, Hu hagagim, hu That we find the same machloket by roofs, we find that also in a Sfina and a boat. Why? Let's read Rechaim again. Just like Rav and Shmuel argued about the roof, that even though he said and those 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 walls were hukaflidira, but they were hukaflidira below. Do we say it applies to the roof as well? That was a machloket. Do the Shmuel and same thing with a with a svina. The Shmuel in metal glimba elevate satain. That according to Shmuel, even a boat you'd say the same thing. Why? Despite the fact that yes, a boat has walls. Why do you have walls on the boat? You, have, you don't have it to enclose the people living in it. You do it to hold the water out. Therefore, it's lavriachamayo, so therefore it's a hukafledira. So you also, if one of these big ocean liner things, you'd be, uh, you'd be limited to, if it's just, if you're lying on the walls of the boats, then you'd be, uh, limit, you would be able to, if it's more than 2000, sorry, more than Beit Satan, you wouldn't be able to carry it. Halurallah metaltlin, Rallah says, you can. I feel a bit Satan. Why? Because it's considered like, like Hukafli Dira. Why? Because it's like, I mean, this is a critical point outside Rav. As soon as you've got people living there, and there are walls, from the beginning, therefore Hukafli Dira, and if you've got a big boat, you'd be able to carry even if it's more than Beitzah time. Okay, with that we say, Hadranach Perakeitza Ma'arim, Hadranach Beitzah Ma'arim, Hadranach Perakeitza Ma'arim. Have a good day, everyone. Cool. Thank you very much.